0: host of Secrets from the Saddle, All Things Cycling podcast. And oh my gosh, guys, today, this week, actually, it was Wednesday, celebrating my one-year anniversary doing this podcast. I cannot tell you how amazing this feels that it's been a freaking year, first off, since I started. And that you guys have been so amazing like you have uh, rewarded me with the most the best gift ever and that's hitting a hundred thousand plus downloads. you guys have been listening to this podcast in t- 38 different countries. And the U.S. is by far my biggest audience. Thank you, guys. Then we have Canada. And then it's always like a mix between the U.K., Germany, Netherlands, and Spain. So, so great for all you guys for um, listening in and tuning in and sharing, um, providing feedback and reviews and um Also the ratings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It does so much for the podcast. And if you haven't done it already, please make sure that you subscribe wherever it is that you listen and place up a review. I would love to know what your favorite um, episode is. Uh, Maybe the one that touched you the most. Or And plus giving us a five star that would really launch this podcast to the top for the next year. Speaking of the next year, we're going to be finishing off uh, December with some pretty amazing guests coming in the next two weeks. And I also have to give a massive shout out to all our amazing guests that we've had on the podcast. I have to thank you. Like we've had Joe Friel, we have Hunter Allen, we have a Steve, Steven Seiler. Um, we've had Rob My- Myonski, um, you know, Kelsey Mitchell, Catherine uh, Pendrel, like some really amazing people um, who have been doing amazing things this year and not to mention some great stories that are coming down the pipeline from marianne clignet with the tour de femine uh happening next year which in cycling 2022 is going to be an epic year for cyclists uh, because tour de france is bringing their women's tour in and so i've had you know 160 episodes with amazing guests. And so I have to shout out everybody there as this at the same time as I'm you know shouting out to all our guests. So I can't forget them because without them and without you guys, this podcast would never have ceased to exist and to grow as much as it has. Thank you. So grateful. I'm working really hard uh, for January. Um, All eight episodes, like the two episodes per week, are going to feature different events happening around the world. And I've interviewed some pretty cool guests, so I'm super excited to uh, bring those to you. Um, So make sure that you are subscribed so you don't miss those episodes. Plus, I'll be talking about, you know, coaching tips for the new year, uh what to expect, getting prepared for those events, things like that. Um also, now here's pretty cool. What I'm gonna do for this episode is if you're gonna catch it, so right now I'm just sitting in front of my little mini pain cave over there. I don't have the luxury of having a big space but I have had the Uh, good fortune of acquiring a really nice TV for my dad that was going to put it at the end of the laneway. And it's been really cool for Swift. So, um, if you're on Swift, make sure that you follow and, um, also tag me because, uh, what I was thinking of doing, and I've got, you know, as usual, I talk about a lot of things in this episode, but take away one thing. Um, if you're on Swift, I'd love to know because I have set up a Saturday morning group ride. Um, it's closed right now for my 16-week group. I've opened it up to another a couple of the friends and maybe I'll open it up to you guys. So please send me a DM if you're interested in that. But what I was going to say is that if you go onto YouTube, what I'm going to do is put a collage of all the people um, that I've or as many pictures as I can of people that I've interviewed over the year. So, you know, over the however long this episode goes is going to be a series of photos. Um, And I think that's super cool as our one year anniversary. And um, so literally I have put through almost 60 coaching episodes, which is freaking amazing, crazy. Um, I've had 60 women, 63 women, 63 men. Um, and we are actually, I wasn't able to, um, do a big celebration for one year just because of where it landed. And I didn't even think about it because everything else with so many other things were happening. And I'm going to share those with you in a minute, but, um, we're going to be celebrating around the 200th episode because right now this is like 163 or something like that um so what I'm going to be doing and you got to pay attention over the next two months because our 200th episode is going to fall in March and that's when we're going to have a big like draw for prizes so I'm going to be reaching out to all the amazing guests who have books who have services things like that and we're going to be doing draw prizes so make sure that you're definitely subscribed and you're paying attention because things are the fun's going to start probably in February leading up to our 200th episode of the podcast. So stay tuned for that because I'm like putting things together now. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Um all right. So I'm just gonna share more stuff about me, um, because if you've ever, if you listen to my podcast, I see that a lot of people go back and listen to the very first one, which is about me, um, and who I am, and you know what brought me to put this together, uh, my mission, my vision, my passion, like the all the ins. Uh, <laughs> you know and you know just what makes me me and who am I so I live in Chelsea Quebec Canada if you've a cyclist you'll know this area for the Gatineau Park it's exceptional for cross-country skiing and mountain biking and uh, road cycling gravel riding is starting to be huge around here and um, so that's where I live I moved out to the country, I'm originally from Quebec, uh, yes, I am a English-speaking Quebecer, I know people are always like, but you speak English and you live in Quebec, I'm like, oui, mais je parle de français, je viens de Quebec, mon um, partie de mon famille est francophone, um, you know, so um, unfortunately I didn't go to school in the French-speaking when I was a kid and totally... Um, that's one of the things that if I could take back, I would take back. I would go to French school and be completely bilingual instead of struggling year to year. My French getting good, getting bad, getting good. If you know what I mean, if you're not immersed in it, you don't you uh, lose it, but my kids are in French school and um, that was a definite. So yes, I'm a mom, I'm a mom of three. I have a 19 year old uh, from my first marriage and a nine and 11 year old and um just i can't say the kids are totally into cycling but they like their bikes and that's all that's happy (laughs) That, that brings me great happiness um that they have bikes and they get on them and they ride with their friends and that's all i can you know be happy about for right now um so but i'm also an entrepreneur And back in my 30s, or I could say in the 20th century, but 2001 to 2009, I had a spinning studio. So if you guys, if you're older like me, you'll remember those days because that was like pre-Facebook. That was like pre-social media. And if you're like me, then you kind of are more Into And I came to this realization today, uh, or actually this week that I am really not an online person. I am to a point, but what I really love is being one-on-one coaching and seeing people progress and, and seeing their smiles and, and just really, you know, just gobbling all of that up. Um, And that leads me to like, you know, when in my studio, like I used to see all that progress and help people getting fit and riding their bikes properly. And and so and that also stemmed into 2005 when I started my women's race team, Masters race team, I knew nothing, knew nothing about racing. Um, I just, I asked a couple girls that I knew that were triathletes and who liked riding bikes. Like I did, I said, Hey, and we're probably crazy. Like me, I said, Hey, you want to learn how to race bikes? Um, I'm putting together a a team and also we were able to get a coach, which made it even better because she taught us a whole lot of things. She's a good friend of mine still. And I still use a lot of, um, things that I learned from her. And that's how I got into racing. So, studio 2001, uh, racing 2005. Um, that lasted till 2013. Racing. So, um, raising kids, racing bikes. Um, 2001, the studio. 2005, the race team. 2008, my women's road cycling club, Cycle Fit Chicks. So, that I founded that. Um, and it was through that passion in my studio that I saw a lot of women who were, you know, just struggling, riding by themselves, uh, were not happy, you know, following their partners. It's the same, same story every year, different year. Um, and so I was like, you know what, there's a space for this. And it was really, really scary to put that out there to to see, you know, because there is a couple uh, race cl- uh, clubs in the area that really dominated um, the cycling club space. It was just a couple, right? And and our city is pretty big. So I was like, you know what, there's space for this. And, uh, and so I pushed send and I put it out there. And uh, my first year I got 43 women. And honestly, guys, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do with 43 women. I didn't, I had no idea what I was going to do. <laughs> how this was going to look, but you know what? A lot of us just, you know, pull the trigger and figure it out afterwards. And it was through the years that, you know, I have, um, the club has grown and it's not because of me. It's because of the women who have, um, stepped forward and become uh, a board and has helped me grow this club because it's way bigger than me it's way bigger than me in so many um so many aspects um just being able to serve and give back and make sure our our group rides are safe and so um so yeah the, so this club has just grown and i'm so grateful for the ladies that i've helped i've coached over 900 women in this club and every year I do a learn to group ride clinic for new anybody who's new that comes into the club. It doesn't matter and return members who want to join um, the clinic. So I teach them how to group ride, which means like how to break properly, how to change gears, how to draft all these things I teach. And I love teaching because the one thing about that program is that I ask Every, before I do anyone, and this is one of the ways that I get to meet and learn about each one of my members. And this part of the club, I absolutely adore and never want to give up because um, I might be the face, but I don't want to be the face of my club. But I do want to learn and see women progress and make sure they're getting the right skills. So I have had coaches help me, um, but it's one of the things that I love because. Every time I start that clinic, this learn to group ride or learn to ride clinic, I always ask the ladies, what brought you here and what do you learn, looking to learn? And the stories are always the same. They just moved. They, they don't know anybody. They've been riding solo for years. They've um, hate following their partners because they're so fast. I mean, ladies, if you're listening, who can relate? Just raise your hand. I mean, like... Send me a message if that's you. And if you're still in that spot, like, let's, let's see how we can fix that. Um, And so, and then throughout the summer, they just, I mean, throughout that program, that clinic, which is four hours long, they go from their confidence levels are here. And by the end, by the time I'm done, they're here. It's mind blowing. I want to cry every time I cry just thinking about it. So that's where my passion has come in around cycling. I was not born on a bike. I had a banana seat like everybody else who grew up in the 80s and the 70s. And um, I had a 10-speed bike that was probably found in the dumpster. And that's how I got around until I got my license, right? Um, so so that's that was my beginning on a bike. And then I didn't buy my first bike until I was... I, think I was 19 and it was a Peugeot tri series, um, expensive, way more expensive. Like for the time, I think it was like $900. Um, I had to put a down payment on it and pay it off. Same thing. My next bike was a Rocky mountain, uh, Bigfoot. And that was a mountain bike. I bought that when I was like 28 and that cost $700 and I had to put down payment on it and pay it off. Um, but you know what, like these, the, you know, you just appreciate. And then, and so moving forward, that's what I've been doing. And then, you know, like through my forties, I had kids. I had at 39, I had my second daughter, uh, 41. I had my son, and um, they basically lived the life of a racer I would bring them with me uh, to races I would when I wasn't racing I was coaching my team um, on the sidelines you know breastfeeding coaching and and um, you know helping the girls and uh, I was also figure as a a figure competitor and I, I won't get into that but You know, fitness has always been a part of my life since 2004, Um, and I used to train as a competitor for cycling. It was never my first thing. I was always training in the winter um, as a figure competitor so that I would A, get lean and strong for cycling. After I competed in April and May, I would hit the course competing. So I did that for many years, actually, just to keep my focus, uh, weight training. And um, so it wasn't till I guess COVID or um, when I turned 45 that I really needed to stick with weight training, even though I hated it. I disliked going to the gym and weight training. Um, I just came to a realization that this was going to be it. I had to, um, my muscles were changing. Um, so ladies, if you resonate with that, like, give me a thumbs up somewhere, um, (laughs) say amen. Um, yeah, things started changing. And as you know, cycling is not a weight bearing exercise. It's cardio. We need it to stay healthy, but it does not build muscle mass or, uh, increase our bone density. So these two things are super important. Now, just fast forward um this is what i do at home so if you're ever wondering like how can you work with me or train um what i do i do a variety of couple things you, my website is silviedoe.ca they're there so i have a 16 week road cycling program i've been doing that since 2006 um, for like so 16 years. I would say 15 years every year. But, anyways, I've been using doing it for well over a decade, long time. Um, and this is a program where we focus a lot on endurance-based building and skill development and improvements. So, so if like so that's now I keep teach online. I used to do this predominantly in the studio. I closed my studio in 2009 and then just continued renting spaces for this particular program because I used to put like I put hundreds of people through it and um, the thing over 16 weeks is that we really build on the skills so that it's not like a quick thing it's like a grinding it into your mindset as a cyclist thing. So by the time spring comes around, it's a no brainer. Like how do you hill climb, transitioning, building leg strength from seated to standing. I've done podcasts on all this stuff. The economy of the pedal stroke, we work that every week. So it's like building up that skills muscle in our brain so that we are super economical. I did a podcast on that too and efficient come the spring and we are able to really escalate our cycling fitness. So that 16 week program is like ongoing all the time, every year, Um, it's now online so I can service, which is cool, more and more clients internationally, um, globally, which is amazing to me. Like their skill level just accelerates. Anyway, so that's the first thing that I do. The second thing, like I mentioned, is fitness. And fitness comes in so many different ways because uh, I'm a 50-year-old female now. It's got its priority on my in my training plans, in my personal. I work out year-round, on-season, off-season, um, and I've never felt that it's ever hindered my fitness my cycling fitness, it's actually per, per, like improved it. I fatigue less, I feel stronger. And so I have an online membership for, for working out. Um, and that is always open. Um, men, women, um, actually guys, like ladies, you ladies support each other. I yeah, way more engagement from uh you know women and you know guys there's something to be said about that but anywho so that's number two number three is I developed a three a four-week skills development program for women who are new to cycling and all it does is cover the skills that I put through in the 16 week program. So Either way, there's a way to get those skills quickly or join me for the long term and they benefit you wherever it is that you're training online or swift or not. So these are the things that I have going on all the time. And I'm going to share a little secret with you. I'm not going to tell you what it is but I have recently found a company in the UK that I might be working with. And I'm like, I'm not going to give you any more details than that, but you're going to have to, I'm going to be talking about it over the next year, because if it works out, this is something that'll be launched in the spring, hopefully. And uh, like, I'm like, this just so much aligns with what I was saying before at the beginning what i truly found is my calling is working like closely with people over online like i love the online stuff that i'm doing now and but it's all the you know more programs more this more that i just i want to make an impact um and i just feel that doing it one-on-one personal coaching is where I just, where is my wheelhouse. Do you know what I mean? You ever feel like you just find that you find a place where you're most comfortable and you just want to stay there. You try other things because you know, that's what's going on and that's where people are making it. And um, that's where the trend is, but really, is it aligning with your heart and sometimes you just have to go with that and there's so many ways to make it work you just can't let all those doors slamming your face stop you so I'm really like I knew that my 50s were going to be big because they have to be big (laughs) I won't lie. They have to be big because in my sixties, I plan, we plan on retiring. So my husband and I, kids are going to be in university and, um, yeah, we don't want to be working so much. So, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you have a plan like that? Do you have a plan? Like what's the plan? What's the three, five, 10 year plan? So this is the plan. Um, and, uh, I'm excited that I found something that I can really dive into, that I can really spread um, internationally. Um, It's just, I'm just loving it. So anyways, that is the anniversary. Thank you so much. Um, Spiel from me, Um, you know, what else can I tell you about myself? I have a little homesteading. uh, We have a little homesteading farm. I like to call it a farm. We just got chickens, so now it's a farm. (laughs) <laughs> and that keeps me keeps us busy um and uh yeah gravel riding gravel riding is going to keep me busy too uh, maybe a bike tour or two um there's just so many things to do in such little time do you feel that way so with that have an amazing weekend you are amazing you're an amazing human and i want you to know that from the bottom of my heart and um so grateful that you're here. Have a happy holiday. You'll be hearing from me. I think what is the last one is like December 24th. I'll be putting something out. Um, probably a quick one. Um, but, uh, yeah, have a happy holiday if you don't catch that episode and I look forward to seeing you in, and and. uh, being here for you in the new year and I'm just, I'm excited about the new year. So with that, love you. Take care guys. And don't forget to share and follow the podcast on Instagram, subscribe to the podcast where ever wherever it is that you're listening before you tune before you close down. And, um, I hope you're, maybe you're catching this on YouTube. You can also um, subscribe there as well, because sometimes it's kind of cool to watch. Um, And I put video workout videos up there for cyclists. So catch that too. So take care. Have a great day. All right. So, so yeah, my 16 week program that runs every year and it's, and I take clients for that. It doesn't like, it's kind of. Not an unlimited, but I take about 25 every year in that program. Um, and what's cool about it is that I let people jump in uh, with 12 weeks left, eight weeks, and sixteen weeks, uh, six weeks. So it's always open, and you can check the link below if that's something you think that would excite you and maybe it's something that you're looking for, like how do you climb hills better? How do you smooth out your pedal stroke? These things are like you know, um, uh, oops, amazing. Like people, uh, like their skill level just accelerates anyway. So that's the first thing that I do. The second thing, like I mentioned is fitness and fitness comes in so many different ways because, uh, I'm a 50 year old female now. It's got its priority on my, in my training plans, in my personal, I work out year round on season, off season. Um, and I've never felt that it's ever hindered my, my cycling fitness. It's actually like improved it. I fatigue less, I feel stronger. And so I have an online membership for, for working out. Um, and that is always open, um, men, women, um, actually guys, like ladies, you ladies support each other. I get way more engagement from, uh, you know, women and, you know, guys, there's something to be said about that, but anywho, so that's number two, number three is I developed a th- a 4 week skills development program for women who are new to cycling and all it does is cover the skills that I put through in the 16 week program. So either way there's a way to f- get those skills quickly or join me for the long term and they benefit you wherever it is that you're training online or Swift or not. So These are the things that I have going on all the time, and I'm going to share a little secret with you. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I have recently found a company in the UK that I might be working with, and I'm like, I'm not going to give you any more details than that, but you're going to have to i'm going to be talking about it over the next year because if it works out this is something that'll be launched in the spring hopefully and uh like i'm like this just so much aligns with what i was saying before at the beginning what i truly found is my calling is working like closely with people over online like I love the online stuff that I'm doing now and but it's all the you know more programs more this more that I just I want to make an impact um and I just feel that doing it one on one personal coaching is where I just where is my wheelhouse do you know what I mean you ever feel like you just find that you find a place where you're most comfortable and you just want to stay there you try other things because you know that's what's going on and that's where people are making it and um, that's where the trend is but really is it aligning with your heart and sometimes you just have to go with that and there's so many ways to make it work you just can't let all those doors slamming your face, stop you. So I'm really like, I knew that my fifties were going to be big because they have to be big. <laughs> I won't lie. They have to be big because in my sixties, I plan, we plan on retiring. So my husband and I, kids are going to be in university and, um, yeah, we don't want to be working so much. So uh, I don't know. Do you, do you have a plan like that? Do you have a plan? Like what's the plan? Plan it was a three five ten year plan so this is the plan um and uh i'm excited that i found something that i can really dive into that i can really spread um internationally um it's just i'm just loving it so anyways that is the anniversary thank you so much um spiel from me um you know what else can I tell you about myself I have a little homesteading uh, we have a little homesteading farm I like to call it a farm we just got chickens so now it's a farm <laughs> and, and that keeps me keeps us busy um, and uh, yeah gravel riding gravel riding is gonna keep me busy too uh, maybe a bike tour or two um, there's just so many things to do in such little time do you feel that way so with that, have an amazing weekend. You are amazing. You're an amazing human. And I want you to know that from the bottom of my heart. And um, so grateful that you're here. Have a happy holiday. You'll be hearing from me. I think what is the last one is like De- December 24th. I'll be putting something out. Um, probably a quick one. Um, but uh, yeah. Have a happy holiday if you don't catch that episode and I look forward to seeing you in and, and, uh, being here for you in the new year. And I'm just, I'm excited about the new year. So with that, love you. Take care guys. And don't forget to share and follow the podcast on Instagram, subscribe, subscribe, to the podcast where it, wherever it is that you're listening before you tune, before you close down. And, um, I hope you're maybe you're catching this on YouTube. You can also, um, subscribe there as well. Cause it's, sometimes it's kind of cool to watch. Um, and I put video workout videos up there for cyclists. So catch that too. So take care. Have a great day. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I'm so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful.